Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another marvelous episode of CFB Nation, hosted by me, Lever KT, a.k.a. the governor of college football, and week four did not disappoint. I'm telling you, it was a major statement week, so some of the segments we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about major statements, we're going to talk about that thriller in Winston-Salem, that Clemson versus Wake Forest game, we're going to get into the Heisman watch, we're also going to talk about, is it time for Miami to hit the panic button, also we're going to look into the AP Top 25 poll, but listen... This is another groundbreaking episode. We got T2T in the building. We got my boy Nino Brown in the building. He's the contributor for Dynasty Diamonds, also contributor for H2H IDP, um, which is a fantasy-based Tuesday night show that they do, and they highlight kind of the risers and the falls, uh, fallers of the IDP world. I'm telling you, I'm in an IDP fantasy league. I didn't know what it was when I got into it. Um, Moon Vibes really was the one that got me into it But to have Nino Brown on this show It's about to be a monumental show We talking about R1P, X, uh, T2T And then he's also the analyst on uh, P2P With uh, Boomer and DDP It's a weekly college football show Listen, this is a major episode Y'all go and get y'all snacks Sit back, we got y'all for the next 30 minutes Let's talk about major statements so who made a major statement this week? Some of the games we're talking about. Kansas defeated Oklahoma 41-34 in Norman. I was surprised by that. Texas A&M defeated Arkansas 23-21 in the Southwest Classic. Tennessee defeated Florida, finally, 38-33. <laughs> Ohio State dominated versus Wisconsin 52-21. What in the heck is going on with Wisconsin this year? Nino, what team made the biggest statement in, in your opinion this, this past week? So I got I got two teams I think that made a big statement. Um, me I think Tennessee, stamp on it, said that we're here. You know we're not mm-hmm. can't run over by them Gators no more. Um, you know you know looking at a Heisman moment. You know I, I feel like uh, Hayden Hooker on that run. You know he just said yo I'm here. You guys gotta. I went 31 and three last year. Gave me no respect. I'm doing it again. I got no turnovers. You know, I'm rushing for 100 yards now. I'm here. Pay attention. And then uh, the other game was. The QB, I think, gets no respect. It's Oregon. It's uh, Bo Nix. They hate on him. So. Mm. The guy that everybody likes to hate. He's like the pin cushion. You know, it's easy to blame. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. out there chucking the rock. He, he had like 400 yards. You know, he was rushing for like 30 yards. I think he caught a pass in there, too. So, oh, and then, you know, Franklin got out there, got 100 plus yards. He, he, he was doing his thing. I think for Oregon and uh, the Vols, it was big statement games. We ain't going nowhere. We're not overranked. We're not overpriced. We're here to stay. I'm I'm so happy you mentioned Bo Nix. Uh, I've been overly critical of Bo Nix. I've been overly critical of DJU. Both of those quarterbacks were able to shut me up. My upset pick of the week in my last week's episode, I picked Washington State to defeat Oregon. So to see Oregon able to win that game for the longest, Washington State had the lead. And somehow Oregon was able to pull that one out. Uh, I feel like Oregon definitely made a major statement these last two weeks with the win they had over BYU last week in Austin Stadium. Then to go to Washington State and be able to get the win that they won, I think that it was important for Texas and them to get the win that they that they got this this, this past week in the Southwest Classic because it looked like it was about to be Arkansas early. Then we seen that that play on defense where you you see the Reggie Bush style lateral that really got them going. Jimbo Fisher was hyped at, at 
right going into the half because they they got outplayed, but still they would be able to you know be inside of the game. So were there any other players you you feel like individually made a statement this week? Uh, I really really wanted to see in Ohio State. I wanted to see uh, running backs ball out, but you know it didn't happen. I'm gonna go with my guy. I spoke to you a little bit before. Is my guy Hall? You know, mm-hmm. he's not getting any any credit. He's down all over his wide receivers. He's playing with, you know, me and you are going out there catching passes for him. And the dude's still trucking the rock, 300 yards. He's still out there running. And if they're not winning, he's in the game. They're right there. So, also is a big name for me. Like I said, Franklin finally, it's for the Ducks, finally showed up. Like, he got that. Yeah, he had seven targets, you know, 130-something yards. He, he finally showed up and said, I'm the dude you talked about. I got my quarterbacks back, and... I ain't letting him take no slack, so. Hey, man. You you guys all know I'm a Will Will Levis guy, too, but I I, I think (laughs) this was the first week, no picks, so I can brag a little bit, you know? First week, no picks. (laughs) So so where do you rank Will Levis as far as if we're looking at the 2023 NFL draft, where do you have Will Levis at in your quarterback rankings? Third. Wow. So he he's there. So do you have Bryce Young one, CJ Stroud two, and then you got Will Levis three? Uh I got Stroud one. I agree, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I, I I agree a hundred percent. The the so CJ I got Young two. He he yo. So week one right, he mm. flashed the legs, which I said last year. Like where's the legs at? You know, mm. that could be mobile and be more of a weapon. Mm. Oh Texas, he went to sleep. I think he got outplayed by you. And if you, I called it, you can ask my host, mm-hmm. Aaron. I called Texas in the upset before the season started, and I picked Wake last week. Oh, man, mm-hmm. it was so close. But listen, if you didn't get hurt at mm-hmm. three yards, they would have took the lead and we would have got crushed. I don't know what's happening, but Young don't look like the same Young from last season to me. He doesn't. And I thought that Alabama would kind of have an identity uh, switch over. Uh, being able to get the game breaking back that they got from Georgia Tech. 17 seconds on this one. Any final words for who made a major statement this week? Uh, just real quick on Bryce Young, like you gotta you gotta bring it back, bro. Give me that that wow factor again. That's what I want to see. That wow factor. Absolutely. Alrighty, we had a thriller in Winston Salem with this Clemson and Wake Forest game. Uh, Clemson was able to march it to Winston-Salem and get his first marquee win of the season. It was a total of 96 points scored. DJU threw for 371 yards and five touchdowns. I don't know where this DJU came from, but he absolutely played lights out. Sam Hartman also had a great game. He threw for 337 yards and six touchdowns. Over 1,000 yards in mass total by both teams. Nino, uh, what were your takes coming from this game? First off, I am not a DJU guy. You know, you said you were, you know, a big critic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went seven for seven, balled out. You know, he mm-hmm. was he threw a couple dimes, and then he went one for six on the next seven throws. So mm-hmm. I don't want to. He, he balled out when he had a clean pocket. Great point. Boy, crumble. He did do well with vision and getting out and running. You know, the mm-hmm. thirty pound loss is noticeable. Oh yeah. He said oh yeah. In the for game, sure. He lost thirty pounds, mm-hmm. which is crazy because he's two thirty five. So you trying to tell me he's playing at two sixty five <laughs> last year? Damn, boy. Off <laughs> on the cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be on the NFL. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. <laughs> but, you know, um, Dick Sam don't get enough credit. Like, 
You're coming back from a blood clot removal. It's like right. he's like literally like like what three weeks removed. Mm-hmm. Um, all out, I think you know what he have three thirty seven six touchdowns. He got sacked three times. Wake Forest cornerbacks. I'm not trying to show no disrespect. Mm-hmm. They got taken out to lunch. Okay. <laughs> Them dudes, especially what's his name? Oh, oh, let me find. I got it here in my notes. He got burnt last week, I think, against uh, Liberty as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Garns, mm-hmm. yo, come on. <laughs> he missed a pick, which would have made DJ look ugly in the first quarter on that first drive. That he ended up going seven seven, scored a touchdown to the tight end. That's all I know. I don't know. He's just gonna get the hype, just like Anthony Richardson did now, because he balled out, played a great game. You mm-hmm. know, best game he's probably played in twelve games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forest forced the run game. Those dudes can't run. They don't run. And they were forced to run because of Clemson's D. Wanted Miles a little bit more. Miles might do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But he was missing his counterpart, BC, obviously. You know, it's a BC had a you know, family death, so I get it. Yo, Ake was right there. I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're going to be right in there to the end of the year. I think they dropped a little too far for a mm-hmm. loss against... Uh, no, in a good game, but mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, this this game, uh, for my money, was game of the week. Uh, I talked about last week, um, during week three, how, like, it was snooze at noon. There were so many bad games. We had that Oklahoma and Nebraska game was bad. Ohio State was playing, like, Toledo. That had got out of hand last week. So, to see this, to start our uh, Saturday slate of games, it, 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 it was interesting to see. DJU played lights out. Now, do you think um, – <laughs> I love how you compared it to Anthony Richardson. Like, there's going to be a bunch of hyperbole after this game that, you know, this guy, if he can continue to do this, you know, he's going to make like that Cam Newton or that Kenny Pickett type jump, you know, in the, in the draft. Are, are we going to start to get those type of talks? And it's a, it's a two-part question. Also, do you think it will quiet some of the K-clubbing noise that we were hearing where everybody's like, oh, bench DJU – Play K, play K. You know, do you think it'll quiet any of that? I was playing that horn, <laughs> right? So I was playing that too, and I said six weeks, and K was coming. I'm just going by last year. That was terrible. I felt bad for Clemson. Mm. I mean, they, their fans watched him just throwing down, and it was terrible. Okay, so far, okay, going into this game. Mm-hmm. It's the flavor of the week now, right? They're gonna say, <laughs> "Here he is." You know, this is the guy we want. This is what we want. There was, like I said, there was a lot of throws that would have made them numbers turn around, and, and I don't know if it would be, oh, DJU right now. You know, mm. he, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, it was nice to see Ngata show up there, get targeted a lot. Mm. I think he's, he's going to be a threat for them. Let's uh, not mistake it. That 50-yard run off the rip by Will Shipley set the tone. Oh, yes. Okay? It, it did. That lineman's moving. You always want to get your lines pushing instead mm. of setting and blocking. They mm. just were shoving people around. Homeboy hit one cut and was gone. 50-something yards. So, that set the tone. Got it going. I will admit, uh, that first overtime throw, that was a dime. That was an NFL throw. To both, yeah, it, both it was. It was. But they didn't put really put it in his hands to win the game. In, in, in the second half. Ah, that's Clemson uh, versus... Uh, that's Clemson versus Wake. We're going to talk about this Heisman watch. So, you know, we threw that first quarter of the season. I think right now... The consensus is this is a quarterback heavy, maybe with the exception of a Blake Corum. This is like a quarterback heavy Heisman. I think the first couple of names are kind of like a a wash, a push, so to speak. Um, 
I think CJ Stroud is probably one. Then after that, is it, do you want to go with Bryce Young? Do you want to go with Caleb Williams? Because even though they barely won the game versus Oregon State, that fourth and six that Caleb Williams was able to pick up, those are the type of plays that make that Heisman, when we think about the Heisman plays, that's that type of play that we'll be watching over and over again when it comes to the Heisman. So then after those three names, do we go Hendon Hooker? Do we go Jalen Daniel for Kansas? Kansas is playing well, by the way. It's Adrian Martinez in the discussion. So I, I would like to pass it to you, give you the floor. Who is your, let's say, top five Heisman? If you want to go five to one, feel free. Before we go 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 into the top five, you mm-hmm. mentioned uh, Kansas and, and Daniels. Right? He's balling, mm-hmm. but he's also balling because you know Neil's in the back helping him out, right? For, for sure. So, but people forget he's he, he's a dog in the running back, so he's always a threat. So you mm-hmm. can't stay home. You can't just commit to the QB because if you commit, I PO you. See you later. But at top five, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go from. Top down. I, mm-hmm. I, I like to mix it up. So uh, number one, I got uh, CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. 70.5% completion, 16 touchdowns, one pick. He just gets it done. And he's doing it without his number one. I mean, granted, that's it. That's why I receive you over there. But mm-hmm. Excellent hasn't played. He didn't even play this week because he was supposed to play. He didn't play again. So I don't really need him. You know, they just warm him up for later on. Um, then at two, I got Caleb. Uh, it's just natural. He's out there, you know. The chemistry that he has with Addison, I thought was going to be with Mario off the rip. So to me, that just moved him up another another mm-hmm. notch. To me, mm-hmm. his cadence at the line this year is just, is, you know, he's demanding it. You can see him controlling everything out there. And you said that that was his Heisman moment so far. Mm-hmm. Was that fourth down play? Um, at three, I stir up the pot a little bit. I got Bijan. Um, that move he did last week. Okay, it was like uh, I think it was like a twenty-three yard run. I want to say he juked three three gentlemen in the size of the space of a tuna can. Okay? Yes, like like he he shook him with his legs too, dude. Then he did a shimmy, rolled out to the right hash. It was a dude coming at him straight, stiff on that dude in the face mask, rolled off that guy, and a dude hit him in the legs, and he fell for like another five yards. That's a grown man. That's the closest thing to Saquon Barkley coming out of college since, mm. in, in my opinion. And he's mm. still doing it. And he's doing it with a backup QB mm. that they know is hurt. Cod's hurt. They know he's hobbled. So they're stacking a box. And he's still eating. He's eating these, these breakfasts. So I got him up there at three. Uh, but I'm a guy. I've been saying this guy should be in there. He should have been in that talk last year. I got Will Anderson up there. Uh, he probably won't get it. But- I w- I was going to ask you about Will Anderson. I'm glad you 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 mentioned Will Anderson because he got a lot of preseason Heisman hype. A lot of people had him around two or three. So you think he's still deserving of a Heisman? His name should still be be up there with the the, the that tier one, you know, Heisman. You got any dark horses for us? I got Hooker as a dark horse. I like and him the next him. gentleman. The next. I don't like this next gentleman. <laughs> Every single week, he keeps proving me wrong, and that's uh Stenson Bennett. Really don't. Like I don't know what changed. He cut the hair or something. He cut the hair, got it above. You know, kept it in the in a helmet. Now that guy's throwing dimes. You know, it's it's crazy. I didn't expect it from him. Um, I, I, I agree. Right there, he's at the cusp. You know, so we'll see what happens. But then it's always my guy Will. But he's got to stop it. Got to stop mm. it. 
Yes. If they make it to the championship for the SEC, he's there. If Kentucky's in the in the in the in the title game, yes, he's, then that boy's in the Heisman talk. Mm-hmm. They ain't there without him. They got no run game. It's pitiful. They found it a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. I know Rodriguez is suspended, mm-hmm. but yeah. if he gets him there, don't sleep on him. I I love the 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 Will Levis pick, especially because of the the reason you mentioned. I remember their their week one game. They had twenty six carries for a total of fifty two yards. So it's all been on the shoulders of Will Levis. Is it time to hit the panic button in Coral Gables? What is wrong with Miami? Some of the things that I've noticed. <clears throat> they're they're two and two. You know, I feel like, you know, people not only in Coral Gables are worried, I feel like people around the nation are worried. Middle Tennessee not only beat them, they also told them to cut the check, got a nice, you know, finder's fee for being able to play them. Beat them 45 to 31. TBD has not played well. You think about the opening, Bethune-Cookman, they was able to put up a lot of points. He just just hasn't hasn't played well. Four touchdowns, three interceptions, missed sack six times. Mario Cristobal was supposed to be the guy. You're like, Miami finally got that you type of guy that can right the ship, and it's like, here we go again. I'm going to go ahead, uh, Nino, you go ahead and, and, and shoot on this one. How, how do you feel about Miami? It's, it's, should we be hitting a panic button for the U? I'd have the draw pulled out. Um, I'm, I'm not smashing the button yet, but I'm just going to say it's a quick number. 64 and 62. 64 and 62. Record in college. 64 wins, 62 losses. Mm-hmm. So, what makes him so special? You know what I mean? Like, they put him up on a pedestal. That... That style of offense in Oregon was great. Mm-hmm. But that's not the style of offense that he's running at the U. Mm-hmm. So, you want to win next week? Bring back the chain. Bring back the smoke. Let these boys come out the tunnel with the smoke, with the mm-hmm. big chain. You know, and let them eat. Because, uh, listen, you got a, an elite NFL caliber tight end in Mallory. You ain't using him the right way. Mm-hmm. Okay. That dude should be peppered the way that he's playing. He's nervous. He's scared. It looks like he's playing scared out there. So what's his, what's a quarterback's favorite weapon when he needs his blankie? It's a tight end. Tight end. Pepper, yes. All right. You got Irish ready to run through, around, spin around anybody out there. Get him the rock. Play action. I know they lost their number one wide receiver. So that hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's out for a few. But, you know, 138 yards this week, 16 for 32. Last week against AM, 21 for 41, 217, no touchdowns. That can't happen. Under 400 yards of offense two weeks in a row. Like, nah. Something's got to change. I don't know what's got to change. I mean, it's not all on TBD either on the offense, but that defense mm-hmm. got to tighten it up. <laughs> yeah, they, you can't be giving up 45 points in Middle Tennessee. <laughs> Yo, for real. <laughs> <laughs> that that can't happen. But I think you, you, you mentioned uh, a, a lot of great points. Um, a lot of people have put Mario Crystal Crystal Ball on it on this pedal. Still, uh, it's not all on TVD. I even think uh, if if you go back, um, Brevin Jordan wasn't utilized properly either during his tenure at, at Miami. Uh, how can this season be saved? If if you're a Hurricanes fan, what do you what is acceptable for you? Is seven and six in a bowl victory acceptable for you? 
eight and five in a bowl victory acceptable for you as a, as a U fan? What is acceptable? You know, what, what's considered a successful year? I mean, for them, for a U fan, it would be right there in the runnings at the end. So that would have to be running out. And I don't think mm. they can win out. Mm. You know, but I, I think eight. It was eight and five, right? Mm-hmm. Eight and five in a, in a bowl victory, I guess. In, in year one, crystal ball after the way they started, mm-hmm. give him a small dub. Give him a small dub. You know, that's, <laughs> not, that's not bad. And I'll tell you what. I'm saying Will Levis, but everybody compared TVD to Will. Yeah, silence that. Silence that man. <laughs> I don't want to hear it no more. He, yeah. he needs a better system. TVD needs a better system. Mm-hmm. And he needs a guy that's like you know, make it. Give it shooting plays out to him that benefit him. You can see he's playing scared. And they're telling him to chuck the rock downfield. Like, come on, man. Duncan Dink. Duncan Dink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I need him to step it up. Uh, Devin literally stepped it up a little bit against UConn this week. Everybody, you know, has played well against UConn this this year, except for Utah State, even though they got the, the dub. But it, it was nice to see Devin literally put up some numbers because he had a lot of preseason hype as well. So let's talk about the AP Top 25. Uh, we're going to actually do this in reverse. Let's talk about 25 to 12. We got Kansas State peak, peeping up there at, at the 25 slot. Uh, Pittsburgh, 24, I believe they stayed the same. I think they were 24 last week. Florida State. Florida State is looking really good. They got a big game next week versus Wake Forest. And that'll kind of tell me where exactly Florida State is at. Speaking of Wake Forest, they're at the 22 spot. Minnesota. Minnesota, I'm not sure if this is still the same. Minnesota has led the nation in time of possession. That that is one of those statistics statistics that I pay a lot of attention to. Is, did you want to uh, talk about Minnesota, like, dude? Muhammad. Well, they they running Muhammad like he didn't hurt no no injury to the leg, no injury to the knee, or was that Achilles? I think it was no injury to the Achilles. Mm-hmm. He he's out there and every week he's got twenty plus carries, hundred yards every week. Like my man's. He's fresh like a daisy. I'm saying. I think uh, Joe Clatt. It, it, it might have been Joe Clatt had a tweet today that's saying that it's very possible for Minnesota to finish the season 11 and 1, 12 and 1, and, and, and Big Ten chaps. I was like, wow, that that's crazy. Arkansas, you mentioned this earlier. Arkansas filled 10 spots. They're now at the 20th spot. BYU is at 19. Oklahoma went down 12 spots. I don't know. I, yeah. That's why, like I say, I don't trust the AP poll. I, I, I prefer the college football playoff. I prefer Jeff Sargon ratings. Texas A&M went up six spots at number 17. Wow, what a difference a couple of weeks make. You know, when <laughs> after that loss to App State, it was all over. This, that, and the third. They won the Southwest Classic. They beat Miami. It's all okay. Baylor is that 16th. Washington Four and a Washington looks really good. I like what uh, Michael Penix Jr. has been able to do there. Wisconsin yes, is yes. four and go. Zach Evans has been looking really well. Oregon, you mentioned them earlier. Utah's creeping back up. Utah's at twelve. I like uh, Utah an awful lot. So let's get into this. This uh, top twelve. Utah. P- Pitt State is at eleven. Penn State, I think, is one of the most complete teams in the nation. NC State is at 10. I think that's a little bit friendly for NC State just because that you, uh, the ECU game that they won is still fresh in memory for me. Oklahoma State, Cupcake Tour is almost over for them. Tennessee is at 8. I'm surprised they didn't jump higher. Kentucky is at 7. 
USC is at six, and it, it was good to see them get challenged. Clemson, very impressive last week, is at five. Michigan, I don't think Michigan is the fourth best team in the nation. We've seen them against Maryland because their cupcake tour just ended as well. Ohio State's at three, Alabama two, Georgia one. So out of this 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 AP poll, what stands out to you? What do you like? What do you dislike? Um, who you feel like isn't being respected enough? Um, not enough respect. Um, I just think it's crazy. Arkansas fell ten spots. Um, <laughs> right. It was a close game, right? It was two points. The the spread was two and a half. Right. Like what? What makes them fall so far? They were leading a lot of the game, so like, you know, I think they got two studs right there, and, and Raheem Sanders and, and KJ Jefferson. Mm-hmm. KJ Jefferson, I said uh, so far this year, like Michael Penix for Washington, mm-hmm. really become accurate. They've toned down the turnovers, um, staying home, going through progressions instead of running first. So. I love that Washington's getting a little respect now. Mm-hmm. Starting to get, you know, starting to get a bubble. Penix is doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Right, he's got, you know, he played so poorly. Already. He played so poorly last season in in this last year, Indiana. I'm so happy for him to get a fresh start. Happy for Adrian Martinez who got a, a a fresh start as well. That's the beautiful side of the the transfer portal. How do you feel about Penn State? You think Penn State can win the Big Ten? If, if not, if JJ's the quarterback for the Wolverines, or, or even you know, I'm not even talking about Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I think it's you know Ohio State and, and Michigan. But mm-hmm. if JJ's the quarterback for Michigan, there's your game. It's Ohio State, and Michigan. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they decided to go McNamara. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't trust Clifford. Singleton's a dog. That Debbie Darwin, you know what I mean? He's gonna get it done every single week, whether it's 15 carries or it's 35 carries. It doesn't matter. The kid gets it done. Expected more out of Parker Washington. Been a little bit quiet. Um, he has been. He and, I think and that's Mitchell what Tinsley's I was... been surprising. Um, I liked him coming in. I think he's numbers are similar, but I don't think people were expecting that out, out of Mitchell Tinsley. So, like that, they got two very good tight ends. Mm-hmm. They don't really utilize uh, a lot. I think Theo Johnson and Strange, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can't really hate on them. I think you know they're right there. I just can't see them knocking down the Wolverines or the Buckeyes. Wow. So, Nino Brown, thank you. Thank you for coming into the show today. You added so much to the show. Once again, if you you looking to find Nino Brown and what they're doing over there at T, T2T, T, I'm sorry, I could not get that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> told us the titles. Um, you can find them over on Twitter at, let me make sure I get this right, at uh, Nino Brown underscore T2T. So shout out to them. Shout out to Toilets, uh, the titles. Like I said, it was, it was a blessing having him on this show. Um, he does a lot of great work. Most importantly, the thing I like most about him, he didn't didn't know me from Adam. He's seen that me and Moon were, were cool, and he showed a lot of love. And people that show love is going to always be welcome on this show. Like I said, he brung a lot of energy to this show. Much needed. We truly appreciate you, Nino. Um, as I always like to say, do something nice to somebody you normally wouldn't do. Always pay it forward. Peace and love. Peace and blessings. And until next time, one.